G'day, everyone. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Uh, we all just got notifications for uh, the COVID Safe app. I did not read it. What did it say? There wasn't any. Like, so it was a notification happened. Like, you got a notification, then you open it, and there's nothing different. So uh, it, was, it was very um, unsatisfying. Anticlimax? Yeah, maybe it was the news was updated. What do you think, Steph? I don't know. Um, yeah, I got the exact same one, and then it, I can't see anything anything different on the app. But you know, there's bugs. I want to, to be upload my information. No, okay. see, you can't. You can yeah, only. It's it, very well, tempting. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I when I joined it last night, I said upload. It says has a health official asked you to upload your information, <laughs> which they haven't. And then when mm. you go there and click on it, it says you have tested positive. Mm. Unless you consent, your contact information will not be uploaded. And I want to upload it. Should I just do it up? I mean, surely no, people have done it. The, it's a false positive. Should I do it? Someone would no. have. Some, but the, Someone's <laughs> done it. Yeah, they would have. But they'll cross-reference. They won't just accept yeah. you as a true one. They would look in there because um, if we you test positive, they've got to register. No, no you're especially not that we're broadcasting it. <laughs> oh. I mean, we're to, what we were doing is we're saying that we're giving fake information to a federal agency. But no, but it to doesn't fair, say that. that all, it says, all it says is that you are, I consent <coughs> to upload my information. Yes, but no, but it's saying you do that when a health official says that you've got COVID. Anyway, we're going to there's a law today. against mm. it, though. No, there probably isn't. There's no laws. No one knows what we're doing. There's no laws yet. <laughs> Have all the laws been cancelled? Is it like a reset? Yes, because I got a bottle of wine from my Thai takeaway. Hey. And I liked how quickly those liquor licensing changed mm. that you were able to get takeaway yeah. wine from a place. So I thought mm. that, was very, that was very cool. Do you know what someone shared on our Oxley community page last night as well? And I mm. went um, investigating into it. Mm. Um, fire pits yes. are not legal in no, your backyard. Unless, unless you are cooking on them. I told you that before. Um, so it's best to keep a grill uh, nearby so you can pop it over. It, it, it needs to be a cooking implement, not a fire pit. Yeah. yeah. She said you're okay with breaking the law and just pretending, is it? Just like a baseball bat in your car in case you're going to go and play baseball? <laughs> is that what's going on? Do you keep a baseball bat in your car? Uh, no. No, no, no. I just thought that was a standard thing, wasn't it, when everyone was younger? Oh. Yeah. I yeah. have a baseball bat next to my bed. Do ya? Mm-hmm. In case, what, you want to play a bit of baseball in the middle of the night? Deep, deep sight? No, in case I get to second base. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, no, Apparently. it's in case I don't get to second base now. Come on. Apparently. Um, yeah, no, keep best work. But, uh, yeah, so technically, but it's one of those ones, like, they're not going to. Who's going to? Well, no, someone complained. The reason that they posted it was someone got a visit from the council because one of the neighbours complained about them having a fire pit in their backyard. Well, And they came yeah. around and gave them a warning. There is that oh. other thing going around too. I mean, I know we're very, very lucky in Queensland with the very low amount of people that have it. But someone came out saying, please don't have fires because obviously COVID affects your respiratory system and a lot of people couldn't breathe. Oh, yeah. good one. Yeah, that was it. Someone in Mount Omni came out and they, was, they were mentioning that. Yeah. Well, I feel bad. We had a fire on the weekend. Well, this first weekend we yeah. didn't actually, but yeah. But I, I love my elder sister who then takes me to, she tags me in the post. Mm. So <laughs> she, she may as well have put a sign up out the front of my house saying, hey, council, there's a fire pit back there. Go and have the, a gander. The new like, one. Why has he got shoes hanging from the power line? He's got a fire pit. Yeah. He's got a fire pit. I texted her and I said, can't you just text me that apparently they're illegal? Don't tag me in the post. Now yeah. I can't actually say I had no idea. They'll go, bullshit. Yeah. We just, saw uh, on Oxley Community 4075, you were fully aware. Yeah, just, you and just the all NRL players, do. they were at a fire as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just grab one of your trays. There's always that one um, tray in your oven that you don't use. You know, you only really use one or two. You don't need that third one that's right down the bottom. Pull that out. Make sure it goes over your fire pit. Bingo, bango, James Franco, you're wholly oh, legal. No. I, was, I was burning the coals because I'm going to wrap the meat in foil and chuck it into the coals. Oh, you're going to do a hungy? Hungy yeah, okay, style. Yeah. My wife is a Kiwi. She was born in New Zealand. so Yeah, right. So she wouldn't want you to do it in the fire pit. She'd want you to dig a big hole in your backyard, do it. Properly. Yeah, but she knows I wouldn't do that to my turf. 
officer. So um, Dave Dobbin was on the Anzac, um, uh, really? Anzac concert. Really? Yes. No, he didn't sing that. He sang another one. Bullshit. Yeah, completely. He sang Slice Heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Dobbin is not allowed to do anything unless he sings. If Dave Dobbin was on and didn't sing Slice of Heaven, <laughs> I'd throw my TV in my fire pit. He was great. Are you trying to sing in time then? Yeah, I was. The delay. Yeah, it must be the delay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it just sounds like you're deliberately trying to sing after them. (laughs) 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 Try doing time. Hey, you got a lot of. Nah, next one. (laughs) (laughs) They are in delay from you now. Hey, you got a lot of time, don't you? Nah, you went too early. So you no, were... no, I have to go. All right. Yeah. I have to go early because there's a delay. Yeah, right. How long's the Wait. delay? Um, I don't never know how to work this uh, out. It's okay. Right. It's too hard. Yeah. 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 All right. I let's... notice when we do like live reads and then it's your turn to take over. Yeah. It's like... See, because on my end, I don't hear it at all. Nah, you wouldn't. Right. It's no. all very technical. Well, it's terrible at the moment on the Today Show. I watched Weekend Today on yesterday, it would have been. And they're talking to people like they took. Remember that guy who had the, the kid walk into the background? Yeah. They, they had him yeah. on. They had him on doing a serious interview. The nanny or the mum, remember yeah, that thing today? Grabs her, yeah. But they were talking to him about the stuff with Kim Jong un, but mm. the delay would have been, I reckon, about 15 seconds. Oh, my God. And it was like, I. I, I felt awkward because it would still be the face of like all um, Richard Wilkins and that. So they would mm. ask the question and sit there and smile. Oh. And it was like, mm. when is he going to answer? Jesus, this feels like 15 <laughs> minutes. I can't handle mm. delays. Because oh. it's that silence where I feel like i got a feeling and then they oh. stop and it's just, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's like I always say, it's ridiculous though, isn't it? Because it's like, you know, back in the day, 1969, when it finally happened and like, Neil, how are you going up there? And he's like, this is one small step for man. And then you go, hey, um, how are you going there on the Gold Coast? Good, thanks, Carl. It's been a really hectic day here at Schoolies. It's ridiculous. I can't see. There's no delay with Manny. It's just with you. And it gets Mm. worse as the morning gets on. That's yeah. That's because this is the, Are you the answering stu- or is that studio the is the um, <laughs> the epicenter. Yeah. This is NASA. You guys are on the moon. Feels it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get the podcast on. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. So they're saying on Saturday morning we're going to wake up and re- restrictions will be easing. So you're allowed mm. to do a little bit more. I mean, you're still allowed to do exercise at this point, but they're saying picnics or you're allowed to go out as a family. You're just not allowed mm-hmm. to socialise with other groups, except one person. Yeah, you're allowed to stop when you're outside, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. not like yeah. you move along, move along. Yeah. Uh, but they've done like a special report, um, and I don't know if you guys have read it, about what we're going to hold on to um, from COVID-19. Mm. Obviously, things like washing our hands more, mm-hmm. um, social distancing will become the more common, I guess. Yeah, the but more they've normal. said, yeah, but they've said that because of what's happened, we're going to change our way. And sociologists have gone into this, and I just want to run through a couple and see if you guys will change. Okay, is this going to be that thing though? You know, when so- like a tragedy happens in your life with a friend, and then you go, "This has really made me take stock, and I'm really going to think differently about life." And then three months passes, and then all of a sudden you're way back to where you were, just being the same old selfish person. Like that never 100%. happens. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly what it is. And you say you're never going to do it, but you probably will. But they've interviewed a lot of Queenslanders um, about what's going to be the new norm for them, mm-hmm. um, and they have said that a lot of people are going to have grandparents move in. Oh, no. So the- no. <laughs> <laughs> They're no. saying that they appreciated family. They realise it takes a village to raise children. They were thinking about, oh, my God, they're old. We might lose them. So all of a sudden there's going to be more of appreciation for the elderly oh. and we're going to invite them into our homes. Look, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the grandparents. I just appreciate being able to send Rory to them. <laughs> that's, yeah, okay. that's, the, that's the bonus. Yeah, I don't want them here. If they are at your house, or as mm. painful as it is to have them in your orbit, mm. you can just be like, we're going out. We're going out for dinner. She's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But my, my in-laws are freaky. I'd probably hear them doing stuff I didn't want to hear. My, my friend, um, her mum lives with them, and they're like, oh, we're going out for dinner. 
And then two minutes later, she comes out dressed. She goes, no, 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 no. We're going out for dinner. You're staying here with the kids. She's like, what? And one of the other things is going to be a bigger backyard. The bigger, uh-huh. the better, because we're going to appreciate it more. So they're saying we probably won't want the apartment living anymore. People yeah, are right. more homes, so that's mm-hmm. going to be something. Yeah, so you, you've got to mow it, though. Everyone says that. They go, God, I'd love a bit of land. And then they find themselves out there every second weekend on the ride-on going, why am I doing this? You say yeah, that the actual photo for care. this is a ride-on. Yeah. Every guy <laughs> thinks they want uh, they need a, a ride-on mower until they realise that it still takes three hours to, to <laughs> mow it all even though you're sitting down. Yeah. A lot of people say that they're going to move, uh, they're going to work from home. So right. half of people said, yes, um, I'm going to embrace it. Um, mm-hmm. And I would probably work harder if the workplace could be a little bit more flexible with the working hours. So that's something that they're probably okay. going to keep. Yeah. This is one that I just, I I was a little bit um, blown away by this. And I was like, no, no. And I think this might be what you said, Maddie, that you say that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes around to it, they have said that mm. as a result of COVID-19, it is going to be the death of the buffet. Ah, uh, yes. No, 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 no. Ah. I'm not giving up a buffet ever. Well, remember <laughs> a while ago, they what happened years ago, they killed Mrs. Crocker's, wasn't it, in the, um, in the like, the Woolies where you used to get your own tubs and load the coleslaw oh, yeah. in. Remember? Yes. They oh, had that for years. They still have my IGAs. Yeah, yeah oh, really? Because I thought they said, no, they're too germy, we can't do them now. Mm. They must have moved it recently. But, yeah, I think they've had it. But also, if you go to a buffet breakfast... Am I the only I one think, outraged by that? I, well, I, 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 I think you always you always knew that was a risk. It was just good. What, what you looking? You looking at the downside though? Look at the upside, Abs. If there are still buffets out there and no one's going, and there's no line. No, but I think <laughs> she's saying they're going to can, they're going to cancel them. They're going to say that they're illegal. Yeah, well, they well they're just saying hotel buffets may never hey. actually return. How hey, come to my, uh, come to my hotel? If you go through the second door, yeah. uh, it's on the left. Yeah. There's a there's a buffet there. It's sweet. What yeah. you haven't realised? Saying people get room service rather than eat with other people okay. because eating mm. with other people might scare them. Mm. If it's the death of the buffet, that's the death of all you can eat. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Mm. That's scary. <laughs> God, we thought we were living in dark times, people, but it's set to get darker. Darkest timeline. Ugh. Yeah. What, what else they got? Well, what else? What's the point in even discussing okay, anything oh, else now? <laughs> Should we no live buffets? if there's no buffet? Should we have a minute silence? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Things you can say would say in bed. 131060, what can you say in both scenarios? In the bedroom and another place, and today it's a supermarket. <clears throat> Alrighty, Lauren in Red Bank Plains, welcome to the show. What can you say in both scenarios? Uh, this peach looks moist. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you can also say this peach looks rotten. This peach looks furry. <laughs> I think that might throw me if I heard moist in the yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm like, I yeah. mean, Lauren, come on. If a guy said that to you, would you go, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah the word moist is in Yummy, yummy, yummy peach. <laughs> Ian, Ian, Inception Bay. Hey, guys, how you going? Good, mate. Good. Good. What can you say in the bedroom and at the supermarket? Now, that's a fresh banana. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Finger banana or original banana? <laughs> Jordan in Launton. <laughs> what can you say in the bedroom and also at the supermarché? Well, you could almost say this is too big to wrap. Can I get another bag, please? <laughs> uh, it's yeah. not always safer to double bag. You always think that, you know, you've got maximum protection if you double bag, but it's not always Things the way. can still fall out. That's right. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, uh, I thought that's, yeah, they told you against that, didn't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they said it's more likely to not work by double bagging. Yeah, you guys uh, are memory, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kat, for more I feel, what can you say in the bedroom and at the supermarket? Ew, I don't want that. It's too soft. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, this will be good. Shano. <laughs> hey, Shano. Hey, you going, buddy? Good, mate. What can you say in the supermarket and the bedroom? I don't know, wrong aisle. <laughs> oh, Shano. I knew Shano was going to be good. <laughs> Shano knew Shano was going to be good. Yeah. Katie in Cornubia, what can you say in the bedroom and at the supermarket? Does it come in a bigger size? Yeah. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to buy bulk 
Caleb. Hey, guys. Hey, man. What can you say in both scenarios? I'd say, is that, what's the neighbour doing here again? <laughs> <laughs> and then every, every aisle you go up, there they are again. Yes, every time see someone <laughs> at a supermarket. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. The success of Wheel of Fortune is put down to John Burgess. He's our number one wheelie, John Burgess! Baby John hosted Wheel of Fortune for 12 years and has plenty of stories to tell. Yeah, you always knew it was nearly dinner time when this turned up on the telly. Uh, Wheel of Fortune and John Burgess joins us this morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Oh, oh, just oh, vo- you can tell by the voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> Real wet, giggly. <laughs> <laughs> Not too sure everybody knows who John Burgess is, but uh, I guess there's a few. Let's talk about Wheel of Fortune. Every, a lot of people w- would would know that, would have watched that in the evenings as well. And it turned into board games and everything. Was that your favourite job out of everything you've done on television? Yeah, probably. Uh, it was certainly probably the, the best job that I was uh, I was given uh, at such a reasonably early stage in my career. I mean, I started long before you guys were born mm-hmm. um, back in 1965 at a station called 2UW in Sydney. I was the first disc jockey to get a job without any experience whatsoever. Back in those days, you normally had to go to, the, to a country station and yeah. your stripes, and then if you're any good, get invited back to the city. <clears throat> but, were you uh, on The Bachelor at one point, were you? Is that how you got your job with no experience? <laughs> no. You're on reality, married at first sight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, 1984. Um, an opportunity came up to do Wheel of Fortune, and uh, I snapped it up. I did it for 12 years. You're actually with uh, an ex-castmate, John, uh, our very own Abby Jane Coleman, was on Wheel of Fortune. What did you do on Wheel of Fortune, Abby? John, it wasn't that much of a big deal. Um, I, you know how you used to go to the showroom, and depending on what they chose, not if they did like the lawnmowers, but if it was um, like the, the, the chest of drawers, and I used to be the little girl sitting there brushing my hair at the chest of drawers, or I used to be oh, like okay. modelling off something else that they chose. Oh, I was about five yeah. at the time. Yeah, Do you remember her? Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a fair while ago. Uh, yes, it was. Yes, yeah. But, but I did get to spin the wheel. Time. Oh, did after you? I'd finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah had that. Wow. I used to go and spin it just for fun. Yeah. Was with the wheel actually? Mm. Was there someone? You know how with the lotto, they've got people that come in and make sure that it's all good. Did anyone ever check that the wheel was never weighted or anything like that? <laughs> did it get that serious? <laughs> I can't recall that ever being done, but uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, that's probably something that uh, you know, I wouldn't be involved in. But no, it was just uh, all about board. It was just a lot of fun. You know, yeah. was, I could just we imagine, were... uh, you know, a, a, an accountant sneaking down at night time into the studio after Wheel and Fortune had bled money out, and they're like, you know, just tighten this screw up a little bit so it hits <laughs> bankrupt a couple of times in tomorrow's show. <laughs> No, I can assure you there was no control over it. Uh, whatever you spun, that's uh, that, that's what you got. I mean, I was uh, I turned uh, spinning up bankrupt into an art form uh, mm-hmm. when I when it was yes, my turn. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> 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 yeah, there was. I can assure you there was, uh, which drove me insane. So there was there was uh, there was nothing untoward about it at all. It was all about board. Yeah. And then, um, of course, uh, catchphrase, which I actually I loved. Catchphrase that was uh, that was a fantastic one as well. Do you think there's um, a call for? I mean, Family Feud came back for a while and did really, really well until it got cancelled. Do you think we need more, and especially Australian-based um, quiz shows? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, there was a bit of a rumour going around that uh, there could be something like that coming back. We're still waiting there in this oh, in the current climate. Of course, nothing's yeah. coming back. I, I'm, I'm getting very old now, but uh, I'd still like to do uh, to do something. I'm still on. Still waking up in the morning. It's a nice surprise, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they want to sign you saying that, John. Hey, we've got this big, long deal. It's a great big show. And you're like, well, hopefully I'll wake up. That could be the quiz. Did he wake up this morning? You've won. (laughs) (laughs) Do you watch any game shows now? Like, do you watch Daniel doing any of them? Well, Grant's not doing one at the moment, is he? From what I... Remember, but I think uh, I watch uh, Andrew O'Keefe uh, on the chase. I, I watch that, and uh, they're doing uh, Eddie Maguire's still doing Hot Seat, and that's doing pretty good. Andrew O'Keefe's doing pretty good with uh, the Chase Australia. So, it'd be nice to get something else going. Uh, you know, maybe at five o'clock or something like that. Yeah, Hint. 
Listen to that. John Burgess, he's still across all the competition. You know, knows all of them, what they're doing, who he's going to be competing with at that audition. He's great. Grant Daniel's up for the other role. That's why he said, no, nah, he's not doing anything at the moment. He's nothing. He's nothing. <laughs> uh, well, hey, great to talk to you this morning. Um, we really appreciate it. John Burgess, uh, we will talk to our people about taking out every other game show host and get you back on the telly, mate. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> That's very kind. That's very kind of you. Yeah. you keep, <laughs> just keep crawling until you do it. Too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You keep your hands clean, mate. Don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> hey, nice to talk to you. Thanks very much for your interest. I really appreciate it. And keep up the good work. Well done. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. See you later, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Guitar Brothers have the biggest range and best prices with free delivery to your door. Guitarbrothers.com.au Stab Abby and Matt's Isolation Band. Band Sanitizer is the name of the band. (laughs) Band Sanitizer, baby. So good. <laughs> go down. It'll go down in history books, don't you reckon? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. We have to have a name change when everything goes back, or you reckon that's just the heritage? I think, yeah, yeah. it just reminds everyone of the time we were formed. Yes. Yeah, right. People will yeah. think of Brisbane and they'll be like, great bands like Powderfinger, Band mm-hmm. Sanitizer, Regurgitator. Yeah, the Gurge. Uh, yeah. Good point. Um, it's going to be a cleansing. Um, what's going to happen is when they do lift our uh, social distancing and we're all allowed to go back out and have fun, we want to get as many musicians in Brisbane together in one place mm-hmm. to play Johnny Farnham. Uh, you can still be applying. We've already got some guitarists, but, you know, the more the merrier. Um we didn't think we'd get anyone well, for this. Well, we're, we're hoping for it, but it's a unique instrument. Um, it's obviously Stav's favourite because he's Scottish, but mm-hmm. the bagpipes, because it's, it's a very important part of the song. Yeah, it really brings it all home, ties it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. I really thought you would have been on the pipe. No, nah, I tried to be on the pipe. Um, it's it's very hard instrument, and I think it's one of those ones to, A, it's, it's quite expensive, and B, it's one of those ones you have to get in too young. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Don't say it's expensive. You I'm got Scottish, given them, of course it's expensive. You got given them and you still couldn't play it. Yeah, it's really hard. They're very I tricky. think it's a breathing. You've got to have really good breath yeah. control. Yeah, it's circular, circular breathing and all that sort of shenanigans. Mm. Uh, the people who have um, applied have said, though, that um, once you get, get on the pipe, then it's it's really hard to get off. You for get the rest like of your life. You get a knack yeah. for it, you know, yeah, once, once you start to pick it up. So mm. um, we've got two bagpipists. Pipers? Pipers. 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 Yeah, you just call them mm. pipers. Pipers. All right. Two pipers. Um, Abbas is the first one uh, mm-hmm. that has sent through. And if you play the bagpipes, we want to hear from you. Go to the Stav Abbey Matt Facebook page. At the start, I was like, does he know how to play? Yeah. You know that first? That's the warm-up, like, no. yeah. Because you've got to fill the bag with air and then you squeeze the bag to uh, let the air out. I always like so. the bagpipes because they always sound like they're kind of out of tune. Mm. Oh, lovely. <laughs> no? no? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Scotland's recorder, the bagpipes? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> or no, 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 like it's it's fine. Are they proud, they're proud of it, are they? Very proud like, of it, but it's not yeah. like not everyone gets one in year one and go, go, uh, where you going, pipe? <laughs> oh, don't they? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're for it special occasions and whatnot. I had yeah. tears when they were playing it in the Anzac Day service when I was listening mm. them on. Yeah, they're yeah. lovely. Um, now, we have an 11-year-old Ooh. piper mm-hmm. who was sent through. His name is Ewan. Um, <laughs> let's have a listen to his gear. Hi, Steph, Abby, and Matt. I'm Ewan. I'm 11, and I hope I can be a part of your ISO band. Oh, for He's sure. In. You're in, buddy. It's even He's better about that. He's um, good. He's never played classical music, so that's a first for him. <laughs> <laughs> if you're 11, can you start playing? Like, mm-hmm. would you? Could you just play any song on the bagpipes? Could they jump yeah, yeah. onto Justin Bieber's Intentions? Or? Yeah, you probably could. Yeah, that's why they're they're so good. They're so versatile. ACDC oh, used please. them a lot back in the could day. Could you imagine that? I'd love that. 
Mm. Justin Bieber's next single featuring the bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we need uh, as many people as we can to get involved. Uh, 13, uh, sorry, not 13, 10, 60. Jump on our uh, Facebook page. Um, we've actually got Jocelyn who's just called in. You're Ewan's mum. Jocelyn, good morning. Good morning. He is amazing. He's definitely in the band. We love him already. How did he get into the bagpipes? Um, his dad's from Scotland and Ewan's played a lot of different instruments, so we thought he would give bagpipes a go. He started about three years ago. Sweet. Wow. Which, part of, uh, which part of Scotland's he from? Um, from the southwest, from Dumfries. Oh, yeah, Dumfries. That's a big bagpiping society there. Mm. Yeah. So does, does, it make, um, does it make his dad proud but kind of annoy you because you've got to listen to it, it coming and blaring out of the room? No, because it's musical. So his dad is very proud his whole family are, but um, because it's musical, it's we've never had complaints from neighbours. It just sounds amazing. Lovely. Does he have yeah. a chanter, or does he just go full pipe? Um, he actually started straight up on the pipes. Wow, okay. What's, right. a, what's a chanter? A chanter is kind of like um, Scotland's a recorder. It's 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 a <laughs> recorder shape, and it, you don't need to do all the bag squeezing and all that stuff, but it gets you the, um, the uh, basics down pat. I've got one here, but um, yeah. Go on, give it a go. I Thanks, can go mate. grab it. Yeah, yeah I'll go grab it. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it to Rory. That was a big mistake. I had to hide it. (laughs) Well, uh, let him know, Jocelyn, when he wakes up. Tell him that he is in our ISO band. And if you know how to play the bagpipes as well, send us through a uh, video of yourself. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. You might change your mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. COVID safe. It's a new app that the government has released. I think that's a bit of a problem because as soon as it's the government, people <laughs> start to question what do they want from mm-hmm. us? Why are they collecting details? The idea is um, that it will go off your Bluetooth. You put it on your phone, obviously, and if anyone was to get sick, they would then be able to upload that information and find out who they've come in contact with, then contact them. So it's to stop the spread. And you guys mm. were very quick on downloading it. Yeah, I downloaded it last night. I think it's one, it's one of the ways they say if we get like 40% of Australians to download it, they can start easing the restrictions. And any chance to ease the restrictions, I will put my hand up for. Plus, I'm kind of the same as you, Abs, where I'm like, you know, Facebook already takes it and gives me what I'm shopping for. Um, Instagram, if I say the words couch, the next time I go on Instagram, it's How got good is that? sales for couches. <laughs> We're giving it away anyway. At least this is for a good cause. Maybe if know? they worked that into it, like if they say, hey, you were in Woolworths last Thursday, someone mm. in there with COVID um, was near you. Plus, by the way, Nutrigrain is on sale there again. <laughs> oh, Nutrigrain? So, like, you know what I mean? Like if it was giving you all that information mm. where it was had a few, but... Um, all it does is I, I re- read the, the T's and C's, which I've never done before. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, and it's everyone's got their Bluetooth on, and they call it a virtual handshake. So mm. if your Bluetooth um, crosses over, it'll like tick off that you guys have been, two people have been in each other's area, and then if someone gets reported being yeah. um, positive, well, then it will alert you to say, you've been near someone, do you have any symptoms, do you need yeah, to... Yeah. You know. If you're within 1.5 metres of someone for 15 minutes, it will register that. It'll ping that, and then they will be able to trace that for you. Now, obviously, there's a lot of concerns around this. Anytime someone says government and um, information, is it a big brother state? Are they going to control us? Are they going to use our information for other purposes? Um, and, you know, they are legitimate concerns. If the government choose to, they could use this evilly, but they're not going to. But we wanted to get someone on who's not going to download the app and see if we can change their mind back around. We've got Rihanna from... Where are you from? Calandra. Hey, Rihanna. Hey, how are you? (laughs) We're good. Now, you're not going to be downloading the app. Can you tell us why? Yeah, no. Look, at the end of the day, like, I just see it as if you are essentially downloading an app onto your phone, which can store anything. Mm. And how do you know what that app is actually, what data it is collecting Mm. and where is that data going and who has access to that data? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Yes, yeah, no, I can see. What's the, yeah, what's the security around it? Like, how can it be hacked from someone who's, like, a super smart? You know what I mean? Like, if once COVID's all over and you delete the app, does it still have access to all of your details? And how are you with the rest of your cybersecurity then? Are you are you anxious about other apps? Do you not download a lot of apps? Are you not on Facebook? Are you not on Instagram? That kind of thing? Yeah, so I use, like, just your Facebook and your Snapchat and Instagram. I don't use Snapmap, so I have my location off. Facebook, 
yeah, it's I don't I don't got my location on those kind of things. It's just at the end of the day, you, do you really want people to know where you are and what you're doing every day? Um, no, because they'd realise what a loser I am. That's my yeah. main concern. Um, I've always said that I'm really relaxed with security and I, I, I personally love it when I will talk about something and then all of a sudden it will advertise on my phone. So I would yeah. literally try and search for stuff on Facebook because I'm a lazy shopper, so I like it when they come to me. Yeah. So I guess I don't yeah. really have those concerns, but I can understand where y- you're coming from. Um, but I was yeah. like, yeah. don't you think Facebook sometimes will listen in on things and record a lot of information that you might not be aware of? Yeah, so, like, it's, you know, when you set up all your Facebook and they want all your emails and your phone numbers and all that, Mm. I always just do, like, a dodgy phone number and stuff because I'm like, oh, (laughs) no, like, I don't know who can can access my phone through this phone number. So I'm just really... always been concerned, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, like you were just saying, you, like, I was on Google yesterday and I was on the spot... Spotlight website, and then suddenly all these advertisements for Spotlight were coming up mm-hmm. on my Facebook, and I was like, "Ah, oh, it's a bit <laughs> weird. Like, what can this app do?" And Are you on dating what? apps? No, I um, have a partner. So of course, I did. Okay, <laughs> but would you go on Tinder? Like, if you if you became single, would you avoid Tinder? Um, probably. At my age, I probably. Yeah, she's, she's not going yeah. on The Bachelor saying it's her last chance of love. <laughs> well, this but is... we want to know, yeah, I, I guess it, to, to hear from people that might want to change your mind, Rihanna, that might want to give you some more information, 131060, if you have downloaded the app and you would encourage people to, you can call up 131060. Uh, your job is to change Rihanna's mind, get her to download this app. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Change your mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. We are trying. Sorry. Sorry, that's my (laughs) fault. I didn't have your microphones up. That was my fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> Continue on. Start again. Yeah, change my mind time. <laughs> the COVID uh, Safe app is a app that the government, uh, a government initiative. They're asking people to download it so that they can track the spread of a virus um, if, it, if it happens. But they said for it to be effective, they need 40% of people to download it. There are some people that are saying, uh, 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 you're not getting my details, no way. <laughs> One of those people um, is Rihanna, who's on the line. Hey, Rihanna. Hey. And we did say 131060, if you've downloaded the app, if you've got reasons for it and you want to be able to change Rihanna's mind, then call up 131060. All right. We've got Jenna from Ian's Landing. Jenna, you want to change Rihanna's mind about downloading the app? Go ahead. Try to convince her. Uh, yeah. So I work in retail and I see hundreds of customers a day and I've downloaded the app purely to protect myself and my family mm-hmm. uh, and the people I work with. Right, so you're not even thinking from a, a security point of view, you're just saying we need to keep people safe, so that's the most important thing. Oh, definitely, for sure. And like you guys were saying, um, Facebook and Instagram take a lot more information than this app So what do you think about that, Rihanna? No, nah, still not convinced. Like, you can... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you can... You know what you have, what Facebook has access to, etc., because you have to confirm it and agree, but... You can only have so much on Facebook as well that they can access. We don't know what this new app can access. Hmm. So you, but you don't think like you, from there, from uh, that uh, her perspective, you know, um, she's at work, and if just say yeah. one hundred and ten people come through that day, at least she will have an idea of if she's come into contact with someone. Yes, but what if it came to a point where? You were in that situation and you you got a notification or whatever happens that someone in a shopping centre has been confirmed. Is everybody going to then panic and flock to go get tested? Okay. Is it going to cause more panic? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jacqueline, you're on. You're a nurse. What do you want to say to try and change Rihanna's mind? Um, We're just trying to encourage everyone to get it for your own peace of mind and so you have the correct um, information. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just to keep yourself safe, it would be a lot more helpful. So I imagine you've downloaded the app, Jacqueline? Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, and Eric from Holland Park, change Rihanna's mind. 
All right, I downloaded the app last night. Download the bloody app because it's just simple. You either save lives or you just worry about your security. You're being very selfish, I think, in this thing. The sooner we all do it, the sooner we can all get back to bloody lives. So download it. Nothing, Rihanna? Rihanna? <laughs> what, do you say? what do you say about that? <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, or essentially just go out for your essential items. Or if you need to go to work, etc. just keep your social distancing. If you're sick, stay home. You don't need an app to save a life. You just got to think logically. Oh my God! There's no, there's no chance for us. I seriously mean that. There's no chance for us. <laughs> Eric's written, written the entire human population off on the basis of Rihanna from Caleandra, uh, and you know, I, I, I see where he's coming from. But, Why don't we just um, contact Facebook then and say, hey, yeah. actually, for the people that don't download the app, we yeah. just have all the details. Yeah. You know, I, I work in advertising. I can tell you when you're about to go to the toilet based on the information we have. So don't worry about your bloody security. We know what knickers you're wearing already. You know. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Andy Lee is a man that doesn't need an introduction. But we'll give him one anyway. Andy Lee, buddy, good to talk to you this morning. How you going? Morning, guys. Long time. How's everyone surviving? Yeah, we're here. <laughs> yeah, you're entertaining us. Actually, I'm going to start straight away, yeah, Andy. Do okay, it. Ask. because oh, ask. This has been a bit of a a bit of an argument in our group, right? Because okay. Your online is brilliant, but you did something that I was like, did you see what Andy Lee did on the weekend? <laughs> and Maddie over there calls BS. He says, there's no way that you'd be able to do it, and I, sir, think you can. And if anyone hasn't seen it, it's on Andy's Instagram. You are out the back of your house, and you hit a tennis ball up in the air, and then what do you do? I ran through a house and then caught it on the other side of the house. I ran through my house. I didn't run next door and go through their house. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mrs. Smith. My ball's about to land in your backyard. Do you mind if I come through and grab it? Um. Um, Matt, you're not... Well, I'm, I'm fine for you to cast doubt on me, but the person that you'll be most defending is my girlfriend who filmed 52 attempts of it <laughs> 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 over an hour and a half period. Um, and so the idea that, you, that, it's, uh, that it's not true would definitely offend her the most. Well, I was thinking because you see a lot of those, like in the in the movies. If you ever see behind the scenes, when someone gets the perfect three point shot, there's actually someone yeah. standing up behind the yeah, backboard and they, drop, and they drop the drop the basketball <laughs> in. Um, and yeah. I was like, is there someone up on his roof who just sort of drops it to him, or do you I hand on heart? Totally sweat? done that, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, and that's why I keep telling Beth that I need another partner as well as her for these type of things. But she thinks no, it's just the two of us. That's a uh, great way to do it. Great way to do it. <laughs> no, I have to say credit to her, though, because so many times I pretend to film the kids and they're like, no, film it again. And you go, yeah, sure, I'm filming. Um, but I'm glad she kept filming that many times and not just said, yeah, no worries. So a shout out to Beck. She's doing a very good job during isolation. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, you got, the reason we've got you on this morning is because we love to catch up with you and you're doing an encore screening of uh, Hamish and Andy's Perfect Holiday on Channel 9 so people can actually go on holiday whilst in mm-hmm. quarantine. Yes, they can join us on holiday tomorrow night, 7.30, if you didn't see the show, or even if you did, worth watching again. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, look, if you don't get around to watching it tomorrow night, there's a cancellation, we, we're going to charge you $800. Uh, it's <laughs> a done thing, so you'll save money by watching this tomorrow night. <laughs> when you guys, um, imagine if this had gone down when you are in the middle of filming oh. a series like this. Like you're overseas well, yeah. and then had to get back. It was this, it's just been a strange thing because we decided not to do one this year, mainly due to laziness. That was the main thing we cited. Um, and yeah, to think that we would, we were meant to, we'll propose going in March. So it would have been right in the middle of the whole thing. Um, so we were a bit fortunate on that front. Um, whether we're going to be able to go on another trip um, for a while is remains to be seen, but it probably could be a good excuse for us to check out our own backyard again as well um, because uh, I think we'll be staying in Australia or maybe they'll open it up to New Zealand. Um, but for I think we're, we're a couple of years away or a year at least away from going anywhere overseas. Yeah, yeah. Any um, truth to the rumours um, you're going to go to another network and do a series to go up against Hamish is called um, Duplo Warriors? I've heard that's on the cards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't mention too much uh, yeah, about enough. that at the, yeah. at the moment, but uh, yeah, absolutely spot on. <laughs> could you imagine, though, could you, if you guys were away in a caravan, could you imagine just going in isolation, just you and Hamish? 
You guys would be fine, wouldn't you? Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the caravan, the caravan trips were him and I just in the caravan together. And uh, we certainly get to the end of um, each other's tether. One thing we did when we were laughing about the other day, um, have you guys seen the film Yesterday? Yes, when the guy wakes up and no one's heard of the Beatles and then he writes all their songs and becomes as big as the Beatles? That's, that's that, that movie, yeah. On the ca- first caravan trip, probably 10, 12 years ago, when Hamish and I were going uh, uh, from, from Melbourne all the way up to Darwin, Hamish would get in the car every morning and pretend that he'd written the latest Coldplay, latest Coldplay song. <laughs> and, and we'd have this role play every morning, not filmed, for no reason, <laughs> where he'd get in the car and go, sorry, mate, I'm really tired. I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, mate, just hit me again last night. I nailed this track, and he'd play through an iPod at the, t- at the time. <laughs> um, he'd play, like, Yellow or something. I'm like, really? Is this you? He's like, yeah, yeah this, is, this is me. We did that for an entire trip, and then they've made a Hollywood film out of the idea. So <laughs> we really missed the beat there. I hear what you're saying, Andy Leeds. Time to go on a bit of a suing expedition. When, while you've got time to burn in isolation, it's time to get the lawyers busy. Yeah, exactly. Just can't get in contact with any of them at the moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are upsides to everything, I guess. <laughs> hey, well, check it out. The encore screening of Hamish and Andy's Perfect Holiday uh, 9 uh, is where you can see it uh, Tuesdays, 7.30. Buddy, nice to talk to you this morning. We'll be watching your uh, Instagram and TikTok for some more classic you, catches. Uh, it's... I hope everyone's staying safe. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we're going to play tomorrow. Remember, it's the Lucky Dip Edition. Lucky Dip Edition. You never know what you're going to get. Life is like a box of chocolate. Uh, if you want to practice to play the game tomorrow, your letter is? M for Marjorie. Well done. Stav, Abby and Matt's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, well, it's not the $10,000 Alpha Bucks. It is the uh, the mystery prize, the lucky dip that we're playing. If you missed our family meeting that we did on Friday, um, we've had to empty out the account to mm. pay a few wages and things like that. So it's just while we're in these strange times, we will be back with the big money. Um, but instead, for the lucky dip, uh, let's find out, Abby, what are we playing for today? Oh. Today, you're going to be playing for $100 to spend at the Euroshop. Euroshop has been adapting delivery delicious Greek food to your door through the Euroshop app. Order now for free delivery from your uh, from your first five <laughs> orders using the promo code HUNGRY. Seamless. <laughs> uh, Ali, you're on to play this morning. Hi. Good morning, everybody. How are you? We are oh, Sorry, good. I was practising the questions first. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> and Ali, how old are you? No, sorry, I'm just used to playing kids' <laughs> alphabet. We don't want to get All right, you know how this works. You're going to get a letter from Abby. Every answer has to start with that letter. Um, you can't uh, repeat an answer and just say pass to give yourself as much time to get all ten right, okay? Okay, sweet. All right. All right, you know that your letter is G for Gogomobile. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do, do you know how to spell that, Ali? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, here we go, here we go. Jokes aside. <laughs> okay. First question. Name a type of fish. Oh. Name something you can buy from Coles. Goat cheese. Name a famous actor. Gwyneth Paltrow. Name a Brisbane main road. Gimpy Road. Name an occupation. Gynecologist. Name a luxury clothing brand. Yes. Name a fitness franchise. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. We'll take God. Uh, name a part of your house. I'm sorry? Name a part of your house. Ooh. Ooh. You're good. You're good. Uh, you could have had, like, garage or garden. Yeah. Oh, yes. You got six out of eight, though. Well done. You were flying through. Congratulations. Yeah, fitness, fitness thing, you know, that's not my thing. Nah. <laughs> what could they have had, had good for... life. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, you got $100 uh, to spend at the Euro shop. Thank you. I like Greek. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so good. Every day there is a different prize. It is the Alpha Bucks Lucky Dip, and we still give away those answers. We're playing for funsies now, people. It's all mm. about the fun. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Australians are finding new ways to commemorate Anzac Day around the country. Communities lighting candles in their driveways and stopping for a minute's silence at home. 
we keep saying through all of this, um, we're all in this together, and I really felt it on Saturday morning. It was so beautiful mm. for the, the dawn surface. Um, Scotty and I used to go, and then when we've had the kids, we're sort of sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, depending on their mood, mm-hmm. um, of actually going to attend one. But we took part in the, the driveway service and practiced what we preach. We downloaded, well, I already had the Hit 105 app, but we put yep. it on um, at 5.30 <laughs> and went to uh, the driveway. And it was just with our uh, youngest at that stage. And Anzac Day is more important to me now. I've started to go into the history of my uh, great-grandfathers mm-hmm. because they were both in the war, like so many um, people have grandfathers that were in it. And I didn't realise how much they didn't talk about it. Mm. Like speaking to my nana, I was like, you know, and your dad was shot and he goes, yes, was he? Mm. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you don't mm. know? She goes, they never spoke about it. They would only ever speak about it with other men that had been to the war yeah. and then it wasn't dignified to talk about it um, to to their wives. And I think that's why this year was so hard for a lot of veterans because that's when yeah. you do get together and chat about those times you know, because you don't want to burden your family with it and they weren't able to do that face-to-face at least um, this year, you know? Yeah. My my great-grandfather, Frank, was 24 when he went off to war and he was in Gallipoli mm-hmm. and got wounded um, and then was missing in action um, for, for two years. They didn't find mm. out where he was, didn't realise he'd been back out to war in <laughs> um, Egypt. So his parents weren't aware of that for two mm. years. They were trying to find him. So he recovered, then yeah. they redeployed him <laughs> yeah. and yes. the army had no recollection of where he'd gone. Is that not the most crazy thing? Yeah, yeah, no wow. idea. So they even said if you have correspondence from him. So I believe that there was correspondence from him um, that eventually got to his parents before the army were made aware of it. But I, I don't know how that happened, Maddie. I mm. don't, but it's just all the, the records that we've got. But it was so beautiful to go to the driveway, and you did it as well, didn't you? Yeah, we went out there. It was nice because we've got... Um John and uh, Eileen, who live next door, and they, when we went out, I, I went out a bit later. I went out at about 10 to 6 for the minute <laughs> silence. You know, everyone, had, Esther was already out there. Um, but they were there. They had candles. And then I looked down the street, mm. and there was people on their driveways I had never, ever seen in the yeah. two and a half years that I have <laughs> lived on that street mm. yeah. because we'd never crossed paths. And I, I'm like, that's who lives there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person lives there. And it was mm. kind of, it was bizarre and also beautiful at the same time that mm. look in this time when we're all isolating and everything, I'm technically, I wave to them and they're like, you know, mm. you know. Yeah, I got goosebumps uh, looking yeah. down the street and seeing everyone out there. It was I, awesome. I reckon there's something to be said for them doing it again after we're all out of isolation. It was, it was lovely. Well, I think that, as, as you said, Abs, a lot of people can't go with children mm. and things. And, uh, I'm, you know, obviously you would want as many people to make it to the dawn services, the official ones as possible. But I think you're right, Sav. It would be an amazing initiative to just continue mm. to get everyone who, you know, even people who aren't able to travel that far. Government initiative. Every, every um, a suburb gets a bugle. <laughs> and then they nominate yeah. someone. It's your turn, Timmy. All right, you're this year. Get learning. You better, you better start learning it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But next year, this is your moment. The only song you know is the last post. Uh, next, though, we are going to chat to uh, someone who, they're not forgotten, but they're other people who carry a massive burden when it comes to war and the armed services, and that is the wives um, and, and also the, the husbands of the people that go um, away to war. They're, they're left at home wondering, you know, will their loved one return? W- what are they doing tonight? Um, they're raising children mm. and keeping the, the family unit going and praying every night that their partner will return to them safely. Um, and next we're going to chat to a lady named Lisa, uh, and her husband has been in the Army for nine years. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australians are finding new ways to commemorate Anzac Day around the country. Communities lighting candles in their driveways and stopping for a minute's silence at home. It was beautiful um, sitting in the, the driveway. Um, with all the other neighbours that have come out to, I guess, remember those who have fought in the war and who are still in the service. And we wanted mm-hmm. to chat to someone whose husband has been in the army for nine years, Lisa from Warner. How, how important was Anzac Day to you? 
Um, it was incredibly important. Um, usually it's it's sending hubby off for a day at the march or marching and then with yeah. the boys, but this year we got to spend that with him um, and it was really special to be able to do that this year. Mm. What's it like for you? I mean, we can only imagine, but you say sending sending him off with the boys for the day, but when your husband leaves for a deployment or something... Um, and he did two tours of Afghanistan. That those days must be the hardest. Oh, absolutely! Um, every day. Sorry, That's <laughs> try okay. not to get upset. <laughs> um, every day just draws on. Not to sound dramatic, <laughs> yeah. um, until you hear them, and then if you're able to speak to them that day, it's just an overwhelming sense of relief. Um, mm. Until the next phone call. Um, so yeah, you're basically just holding your breath a bit between phone calls, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no doubt you never miss a phone call, do you, Lisa? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> never. You the what yeah, is the communication I... like then when you say you're waiting for a, a – is it is it quite regular or sometimes has there been a long time between <coughs> communication with him? It can be um, periods where it's each day, um, once a day, but then there are times where he'll be – you know, I'm, I'm off on a helicopter, I can't tell you where, and I can't tell you when I'm leaving, I can't tell you when I'll be back. So then you've just got to wait a few days or a week um, till he returns, and then he's, he calls, you know, as soon as he can. Um, but the, that's definitely the hardest time is when th- there's just so many question marks because they can't let you know exactly, you know, the details of what's going on because of obviously security issues. Yeah. And how is it for the kids? I guess they probably don't know any different. Oh, it, um, our five-year-old is, she's very cluey. (laughs) She's, um, because she's grown up with this her whole life, it's, it's sometimes when he goes out field, maybe it's not as bad, but the second deployment, which was, um, 2018, she didn't handle it very well. Um, And, yeah, our youngest sort of had not much of an idea, but when he came back, she was just shell-shocked to see this man again. Mm. (laughs) You know, oh, that's my dad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I guess he just joined the army when you had started dating. Was that correct? Oh, we we met in army cadets. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, um, we met when we were about. 15 or so um, and then we were together and until he joined in 2011 um, and so yeah we went through the whole process together so sometimes people say oh but you didn't know what you're getting yourself into and I say unfortunately <laughs> no one to blame but myself yeah. <laughs> yep. has, has there ever been a moment when you thought no I can't do this anymore and even talked about him leaving yeah um yeah. The last appointment, sorry, was especially tough because he missed so much. And I thought, I'm not cut out for this. Mm. Um, I'm just not not the type of woman that, that is able to, um, with anxiety and that deal with this. And mm. um, we, we did have a bit of a breakdown um, through his last, last appointment. It lasted about a week. But it was honestly the scariest time for both of us because there was the prospect of losing each other amongst all this craziness. So, yeah, it, it definitely nearly broke us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just glad that we rebuilt from that point. I think what is so special about Anzac Day is not just remembering past soldiers, Lisa. It's also a great opportunity for everyone to actually say thank you, not just to your husband for the massive, huge sacrifice that he makes, but also to people like yourself, you know, you you don't, you don't get the medals and, you know, you don't get to be in the march, but I I know from my family and a lot of other families, you give up so much and there are so many people who are so thankful for what you do. Thank you, Maddie. That means a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that that means sort of the world. (laughs) Thank you.
Um, Matty would also like to send a special thanks because he does spend a lot of his time watching Return Servicemen uh, with their oh families God, on YouTube. He loves things. those videos. Uh, oh, he loves them. Have you ever filmed <laughs> so. one, Lisa? <laughs> we did. Um, I've got. I think I've got from both deployments with the kids, but I just never posted them. I could probably send them in to you guys if you wanted to get your fix, Matty. Oh, <laughs> just wait. Matty will probably start a YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know when you, you get stuck on the couch and they're so you crying. But they make you feel so good at the same time because you're like, oh, these people are so happy to see each other. Uh, well, thanks for calling in this morning, Lisa, and uh, give our love to your husband and your whole family as well. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the, the time and the opportunity to sort of tell this side of it. Uh, it means a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We uh, we got um, someone over on Friday to cut down a tree because I was concerned about the branches in winter and I thought, hey, now's the time to get it done. Well, actually, I didn't. He uh, was doing uh, the flyer drops because he hasn't got any work. Mm. So we did get it priced up, and all of a sudden it's a little bit cheaper. Who would have known? <laughs> I was um, yeah. <laughs> very, very disappointed to when I texted you over the, uh, the weekend to learn that it, it's a myth. They don't say timber. He was but very He didn't upset yell about timber, that. Maddie. I was very no, because upset. they're safe oh. these days. They've got all ropes. There's one person that holds Still, it down from below. It's and traditional. It, yeah. Mm. Um, but there was always I. I I don't know if you should call them crazy, but they're out there. Oh, they're crazy. Those I got a few mates that, that do it. They're crazy, yeah. That climb. Because mm-hmm. there's someone at the bottom who's holding the rope. He's the one that's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm not silly as that. The other one, mm-hmm. they've obviously got all the harnesses as they uh, climb up there. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. And this was a very, very, very high tree. Mm-hmm. But he was prepping in the morning, and I'm obviously doing the show from home. Mm-hmm. And we've got a downstairs bathroom. And I thought, oh, that's... The door's shut. Oh, wait a minute. I'll quickly just run in and do a wee. And I just, I didn't, I thought I must have shut the door. I didn't really realise. When my husband um, was building this house, he had this long-term plan that he wanted to have a pool. So he has from the downstairs bathroom an outside um, door. Oh, so I love you go from those. the pool They're and great. then you could walk around. Never Perfect. used it before. Never right. used it. The kids will just go through the house. Won't be an issue. <laughs> oh, but it was, it was the idea of having a shower, mm. you know, so you can get from the outside. So what must have happened is my husband had come in through that door <laughs> and shut the door that I could have access to and said to the guy, there you go, you can use the toilet. Uh-huh. So I didn't realise. So mm. I've opened the door on him and he's doing a number two. Has Drop. to be a number two because the guy would have been standing up if he was doing number one. So he's lopping the first log for the day, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I just couldn't register it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. hey. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. But really what I should have done is just shut the door, but I just yeah. stood there saying, I'm so sorry. What you doing? Oh, I shut the door. What you up to? What's going on? What you're like, reading I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. The thing is, he had to stay here for the whole day. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, then yeah. I kept seeing him, and he yeah. was he was at the top oh, of the no. tree, and I was asking him questions later on. I said to him, you know, trying to do chit-chat now, and he's at the top <laughs> yeah. of the tree. And I said to him, oh, wow, is that scary up there? And he goes... Not as scary as what happened to me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do chit-chat after you've done chit-chat. It doesn't work. <laughs> but in those instances, those awkward moments, mm. they feel like an eternity because oh, you, you do, freeze. your brain's yeah. trying to process it and it's mm. saying, don't make yeah. it weird, don't make it weird. So you think, mm. I'll, I'll linger for a minute so I'm, I'm sure that I'm comfortable like, with it. And you're hey. like, now, now I've made it weird. <laughs> now I've made it weird. Um, but the big thing is, did he, because then he knows that, you know, he's been in there. So did he make sure the toilet brush and everything got used? Like, did he leave it spick and span? Yeah, 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 well, yeah. There's and that's what I said to Scott. I was like, "Don't doesn't like why don't trades like why don't you go at home?" Because oh, but if you're there for a while, you know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. yeah. It's when that iced coffee really kicks in, you know, <laughs> and the first morning dart, and you go, "Oh yeah." Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? Can ask us anything. 131060 is our number. Save it in your phone. Call it any time, especially now. It's last calls. Sarah in Rothwell, what do you want to say? Hi there, guys. Um, so Friday night, I was having a bit of a quiet night. Boys, My boys, 11 and 9, were supposed to be in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my husband were watching Netflix, and all of a sudden, my boys 
came running into my room and go, Mom, Mom, Dad, the, the toilet's smoking. <laughs> and we're like, oh, God. So we run we run frantically thinking something's wrong. When we get there, there was two rolls on top of the toilet and one hanging out to make it look like it was smoking. TikTok. Ah, oh, the boys <laughs> on TikTok. Yes. My, um, my 11-year-old just had a birthday and he got introduced to TikTok because he got a phone. So, yeah, that's his new thing now. Yeah, so good. Playing pranks. So good. My daughter came running out and she went, Dad, will you remember me in a week? And I'm, of course, I'd never forget you. Would you remember me in a month? I was like, of course, I'd, I'd never forget you, babe. Would you remember me in a year? Yes, of course. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ah! <laughs> and I was like, all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mel, you're on the air with us. 131060 for last calls. What do you want to chat about? Hi, I just wanted to, it's going to sound a bit lame, but I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that works at the station. I'm a home care nurse, so I'm constantly in and out of the car. I'm just listening to you guys. Do you sing, listening to the music and the mindful minutes? It's just been really helping, and I just really want to say thank you. Oh, Mel, thanks, that Mel. is not lame. We no. actually really, really appreciate it. We do. And appreciate what you're doing as well. I think we all um, are in love with nurses even more with what's been going on, so thank you. I'm a husband fan. No. And, yeah, Abby, um, I actually was at Carindale Shopping Centre, and I saw you, and I really wanted to come and say hi, but I was like, no, no, social distancing, don't annoy oh. us. Oh, so. I you should have come and said hi, because I'm really liking animal, uh, animal, animal. animal. human contact. <laughs> animals, but I couldn't think of it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, really appreciate that. <laughs> What she meant was is you look like a real animal. No. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, did, I did get on the pandemic bandwagon and dyed my hair blue over the weekend. So, oh, you know, yes. I kind of look like a Smurf now. Oh, yeah. Fifi yeah. just did hers pink. If you want to check out on Instagram as well. Oh, so that's I think so it's the cool. thing to do. Yeah. But just no, thank sorry, you. We Mel. appreciate it. Yeah, good on you. You're doing a great job. Thank, yeah, thank you to everyone who is getting involved with the station. We love you guys calling in. And you've done it, Brittany. Uh, what did you want to chat about in last calls? Um, well, today is my birthday. Happy birthday. And I, thank you. I just wanted to chat about everyone that is having birthdays and can't do shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Basically, today was the one year I'd actually planned a birthday party for the first time since I was like 18, and now I can't do anything. And I'm just thinking of all the. I was going to have a big movie night with all my friends, like a big inflatable projector in the backyard. Oh, I've seen those. You know, they always do like Christmas in July. You can just do your birthday in December. Yeah. Well, I've got, already got one of my kids' birthdays in December, so it's uh, basically yeah, my birthday's yeah, yeah. kind of the only one that's separate. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, it is disappointing, especially when you want to see all your friends. Yeah, so what are you doing today? What's your, what's your birthday plan? Uh, absolutely nothing. Just no. sitting and binging Disney Plus and Netflix and eating cake. <laughs> You know what's going to be interesting? Deja vu, isn't it? Every day is deja vu. Isn't it? At the end of this, are you going to say to people, what are you up to today? And they're going to go, oh, God, I have the best day planned. I'm so busy. I don't even have a minute to myself. Like, I've got to go here. I've got heaps of work on. It's going to be great. Uh, Well, happy birthday, Brittany. I'm sure it'll be a good one. And when ISO's over, we'll, uh, we'll have to have a big party for you. Oh, I'll be having one for sure. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Let's take a moment now to reflect on the day that we have shared. I've had more time with appliances at home, and I'm talking about my vacuum cleaner. Oh, okay. Oh, don't stab, don't stab. Um, <laughs> and I got it my hairdryer for the first time as well because my hair's getting longer. Very exciting. And it's just there's a feature that I just I don't like, and that is when you can go maximum power or not. And I just go, who doesn't want to? It's like you want to click, yeah, I'd like to, it to moderately suck. You always want it to go the fastest or the strongest, don't you? Suck as hard as you can. Why not That's just go all in? Well, who uses a hairdryer and just goes, nah, I'd like to spend more time drying my hair, thank you. I think I'll put it on low. No. It just doesn't make sense. I go full blow. <laughs> yes, full blow, full suck. That's all you should do. Oh, no, that's not... I'm thanks, just not no going to say anything thanks at all. No. Yeah. Why not? Vacuum cleaners, True. blow dryers, Davos. Uh, coronavirus has done lots of things, mm-hmm. um, but it has also made uh, push bikes a very sought-after commodity. And the new toilet paper mm. 
finally got uh, got a pushy for my son mm-hmm. on Friday, and then um, my wife actually got her a bike as well. It's for a bike and family. But the other thing you get now when you go to a bike shop, because they're usually only little and you can only fit a certain amount of people in there for social distancing, mm. is it's like lining up for a nightclub. <laughs> I went there on Sunday to pick up a few bits and pieces to make some mods, and I joined the line, and the line kept getting bigger. And then what ended up happening was people were, like, looking at their watches and I could see couples in front of me and behind me having chats about, like, babe, is it even worth, like, is it worth hanging around? Like, should we just go? The music's not even cool in there. We should probably go. (laughs) It was so weird. I'm out in front of this bike shop in Annerley and it, no joke, it felt like I was lined up to get into the Met where people are discussing, should we go to another bike shop? There's one around the corner. I don't think I saw anyone out the front there. We could probably just go straight in. You get to the front, he's just got a little bike bell rather than a little yeah. cookie. Yeah. Yeah. They were coming to the door and letting you in like security. I nearly got my ID out and went, here you go, man. You know what, though? After lining up, everyone would have bo- definitely bought one, though. Oh, oh that yeah, was just true. Every person who went in wheeled out like seven bikes each. The whole family got bikes. Thanks, but no thanks. I think uh, for those of us in ISO who don't uh, have the don't have the benefit or the luxury or no, sorry, don't get to go into work on a daily basis. For us now, shopping is the God. It's almost like a festival, isn't it? Oh, today um, <laughs> I've got to dress up because I'm going to do the grocery shopping. So, la di da me. If you see me, come and say. Hi from a distance. Yeah, so it's it's, it's your, your it's your it's your big outing. So I was very excited, very excited over the weekend to to go and, and do the the shop run. Didn't just because everything's a little bit different. Didn't think, and I went to Coles on Saturday. It's public holiday. Uh, Anzac Day. Oh, how disrespectful! Wasn't open. Wasn't open. Tried Woolies because I'm a moron. I thought, well, if they're not open, surely Woolies is making a killing. <laughs> uh, it wasn't open either, uh, so I had to go home all despondent with my. But on the bright side, I made it upstairs in one load. So <laughs> there's a look. Thanks for that. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast. Everyone, have a great day. 